This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. One of the greatest challenges that faces all of humanity, be they saved or unsaved, is the struggle with sin. When we become saved, we have an ally. Many think this ally is a catch-all. They are no longer responsible for how they now live. This goes counter to what is taught within the Bible. Case in point, in the first chapter of Romans, it describes those that reject the reality of God. Then we come to the second chapter of Romans. This chapter is addressed to those that call themselves quote-unquote Christian. Let's look at what is said. I will look at this in two parts. Romans 2, 1-11 You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourselves for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same thing? Don't you see how wonderful, kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory, honor, and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself for a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed this makes it clear 
that there is still sin within us after receiving salvation. This is made even more clear in Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 15.53 For this corruption must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Many that think they have no sin within them see themselves as favored by God. So they hold on stubbornly to the sin or sins within them, thus walking further and further away from their salvation, which is why it states this, You are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. Those that see themselves as favored, and in turn call the words shown in verse 11 a lie, they cannot understand that they bring the truth to these words spoken by Christ. Matthew 7, 21-23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. It is a daily challenge to overcome the sin we struggle with. In my personal experience, several sins that plagued me died upon my salvation. Yet others stayed. Some slowly left. Others left in another moment of striving, struggles, and prayer. It is called sanctification. Let me share with you a blog post I wrote on this journey we all must take in our salvation. A study of the book, quote, The Gospel Mysteries of Sanctification, unquote, by Walter Marshall, part one. As I grow in my faith and dare I say, quote, unquote, sanctification, I have been led by the Spirit to take a more in-depth look into this part of being a Christian. My research led me to a book written by Marshall, which was published in 1692. He was a Puritan and suffered persecution by the Church of England when they demanded that only certain teachings be done. He and several other ministers refused to sign the, quote, Book of Common Prayers, unquote. And as a result, he lost his parish on Black Bartholomew's Day in 1662. After his own struggles with faith and belief as well as fought the hard fight against those teachings that are called anti-nominism, that being the belief that faith alone is all you need is to be saved, as well as neo-nominism, which is the legalistic following of the Bible. He reached the point of writing the book entitled above. Direction number one. That we may acceptably perform the duties of holiness and righteousness required in the law, our first works is to learn the powerful and effectual means whereby we may attain to so great an end. What struck me the most 
was his approach to the greatest commandment, which is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. He states that if you love God, you will be willing to sacrifice all to the point of even abandoning your own desires and wishes. You would follow to the best of your ability all the commandments within the Bible. For as he puts it, are a guideline to the second and greatest commandment of love thy neighbor. For by practicing obeying all the commandments to deal with social interaction and behavior, you show your love towards God. Even I fall short in this department. Why? Because in today's society and culture, we no longer follow the majority of, as Marshall put it, the laws of the Bible. This is not totally our own fault, but those of our parents and their parents. This is something that does not happen overnight, over a few years, but over decades and through generations. To correct this is to first acknowledge there is a problem with not just how the Bible is taught, but read. Most in today's society have an antinomianism or faith alone understanding of the Bible. This as a result is a key factor in the disintegration of society and cultural behavior in Europe and the United States. Can it be corrected on the whole? From the way the Bible is written, I would say no. However, for those willing to listen, for those willing to understand that by accepting this path towards sanctification, they are in essence signing their own death warrant upon this temporal life we now live. Is this a drastic statement? Most definitely, but we must come to that understanding. Look at what happened to Walter Marshall when he refused to sign the conformity requirements that the Church of England forced upon their clergy in 1652. His life for a short time was shattered. However, he did find a new parish and continued in the good works toward his own sanctification. As we come into this age that is actually described within the Bible as the signs of the soon return of Jesus Christ, we must accept that by adopting to truly seek after sanctification by following the commandments, which are in reality laws given to those willing to listen by God and through his son, Jesus Christ, we face the facts that society on the whole will reject us to the point of martyrdom as is written within the Bible. John MacArthur said, and I paraphrase, that to live the commandments and not accept Jesus will not lead to salvation. However, once we are saved, we cannot ignore the commandments if we seek after sanctification. Yet, as mentioned above, most do not even attempt to follow just the Ten Commandments, let alone all we are truly required, which are in Leviticus and Deuteronomy which have not been made void by Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. There are many laws that deal with everyday life and interaction with others. 
Most have in actuality been turned into human laws in most Christian-based nations. However, the majority now take them for granted or totally ignored. Few people attempt to gain sanctification. Most due to not being aware that it is something that is required of all who accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. I myself was under this same misunderstanding for decades. As a result, I drifted further and further away from God and my Savior Jesus. It took God literally destroying my life in 2013 since that, quote, year of Job, unquote, as I call it, returning to God through Jesus Christ has been a goal that has taken me down a road I never thought I would ever see in my lifetime. A life with true happiness due to God's blessings as I endeavored to travel down the narrow and least traveled path towards Him. I have been on a journey within my faith that has led me ever closer to our Creator. The scales have fallen from my eyes, and I now see what is causing all the strife and turmoil in the world at large. I know it is due to the abandonment of God by most within the world, and especially those that live within the United States of America. Most do not even know what, quote, sanctification, unquote, is or truly means. I know because I was one of them. When I read the words of a man that has been dead for nearly 400 years and seeing that his thoughts echoed my own, I came to the realization that God's promise is never ending, never changing. Only humans forget this and must learn it all over again, time and time again. As the Israelites learned to their dismay over and over comprehending that in the 1600s people were struggling with the same issues we are today, that his teachings helped become the core of the Puritans' religious beliefs, a group that led to factions like the Quakers, which led one of these Quakers to be given a land grant by the British king, which allowed this Quaker to form the colony that came to be known as the State of Pennsylvania. His faith that from his beliefs became that colony's constitution, which led to a lion's share of what is now the Constitution of the United States. This trail should make people reawaken to the need to seek out sanctification by returning to the laws within the Bible and obeying them, not in a legalistic way like the Catholics and Greek Orthodox churches, but truly following and living all the commandments in the Bible. In faith and love of God and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. To once again treat them not as a suggestion, but what they are, laws. We are to adhere to and follow to the best of our abilities. God bless. Mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can see.
sell his empty dreams I got lost in the light and it was up to me to make a name the world remembers but Jesus is the only name to remember and I Jesus.